Doxed, the podcast. Thank you for making some time to come on the pod. And uh, I am really glad we could get this in. I know things have changed in the last couple of days. I appreciate the the space. I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to be um, able to come on initially because of um, like my legal stuff and the advice I had received yeah but things have changed uh, drastically in the past few days and have escalated into a very dangerous territory so the the terms of the former agreement they have changed and now I can talk it's been horrible but it's hopefully a silver lining that you can have a voice in this so yes it is good so let's uh let's maybe get started so I I would love to hear you talk about uh, just your experience as an autistic creator, and uh, if you're comfortable sharing a little bit about your diagnosis. Of course. I had quite an upbringing. I was raised in some high-control religious, uh, they call them groups. I, I would identify them as cults based on the bite model, um, but no one ever really likes to admit that they are a part of a cult, so I'm sure people uh, especially some of the people that Ali is talking with now from my past have different feelings about that. And that's okay. Mm. And that left me with uh, some good memories, but it also left me with a lot of trauma and uh, lack of understanding of who I was and like what, how my brain worked and how the world worked. And um, I've spent my twenties living several different, I guess it feels like lives. <laughs> like I went from being I'm a married person to going through a divorce and kind of reinventing myself and figuring out what I want and who I am. And um, the in that process, being in therapy once a week and going for seven years, I found out that I am autistic and I have OCD and, you know, some other uh, stress-related comorbidities. And it's helped me kind of learn how I see the world. And I started creating content to kind of help me process the experiences that I had gone through with previous relationships and people who were in my environment when I was growing up. Um, I had a small TikTok. I wasn't really trying to grow it to big numbers. I, I just wanted to create a community and to share some of the information that I had read and listened to and absorbed that helped me get out of some bad situations and um, learn how to not to be in those situations in the future. And that's what I was doing on TikTok, just processing the autistic experience and uh, narcissistic abuse. And that's when you and I became mutuals and, and friends. Um, I met you through my platform and your platform, and I really liked your content. And we had a few conversations and we started kind of a, a nice mutual friendship. Yeah, well, thank you. I liked your content too. It was really educational and helpful to me because uh, it talked about stuff that I had less knowledge in. And Aww. you always said it was such such grace. So I am glad we connected back then sometime last year. Yeah, well, thank you. And and me too. I, I always really enjoyed your point of views. And um, uh, that that's kind of when Allie came into my world was <laughs> kind of through you. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, and I I am sorry about that. I'm genuinely no, sorry. No, I, <laughs> no, it's not your fault. And I, and I wasn't saying that to, like it was meant to be. I think it was faded. But yes, like I saw that you were having a really negative uh it started with just a few experiences and interactions, but it quickly escalated to something I had never seen online before. Yeah. Just comments filled with just hateful, hateful mean load like comments about your appearance and your voice and your content and it seemed like after I'd watched so much of your content in the past like they weren't even understanding what your content was about and they were really not understanding who they were talking to and so I did start um kind of just defending you in the comments and saying like well that's not this is not accurate or you're being ableist and you know just like trying to you know lend a hand where I could you were in there really um, early. One of the first people that, that spoke up for me was you. I really appreciate that. I always will. Oh, of course. I mean, it was it was clear that it was so unfair and inappropriate what was going on. And then I had seen Allie uh, making videos that you were stitching. And I was like, who who is this person? And I thought at one point I had saw some of her content like 
when I first joined TikTok um, <laughs> earlier in the year. I think maybe I had followed her, but I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I, I had watched some of her content to see, like, what was going on and to get the context of the situation. And um, I was pretty horrified by what I saw. And because I talk about narcissistic abuse and I was reading about, like, the online habits of people who are in the cluster B spectrum, I saw, and I'm not a therapist, I should say that. I'm not a therapist. This is literally just a person who has endured a certain set of experiences telling their own experiences. I do not offer paid services. I do not give anybody any advice that's not like me talking to a friend. Yeah. Um, that, that should be said. I am not qualified to diagnose and I would not diagnose someone, but I was seeing patterns in this creator. And I decided just to talk kind of broadly about what toxic people do online. I did not tag Allie or I, I had her blocked actually. Um, I, I did not want to interact with her at any point. I didn't think it would be fruitful, uh, <laughs> but I started talking about like the habits to try to give some coping mechanisms and some encouragement and some support to you, but to also like guard people against interacting with people like this for their own safety and, and mental health. Yeah. And uh, through this, Allie became engaged with me and um, she had created burners and sent people to my page to again do what they did to you comment on my looks commented on my appearance yeah. um it was just really ugly that and whole Marianne thing became like a common like pe like it almost is like it just got so inundated that people got used to it but it's really like if you step back what a horrible thing for someone to do to somebody just give them like a bullying nickname and then stick with it for months and think that you're not doing anything wrong Shame on it's her. Childish. It's yeah. childish. And like, I, I took it with a grain of salt initially. Like, I don't really care. Like, especially with like my past and everything I've been through, like this was not anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't disturbed by it, but you are right. It is deeply inappropriate. And uh, like for someone who claims that they want to foster healthy debates and hear other sides, um, it's a strategy to put someone down and shut somebody up. Yeah, and um, it, it's just counterintuitive to what the, the claims that Allie was making of that community she was and the, and the outcomes she was trying to produce. So yeah, I agree against her stated motivations. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of a picture of how she maybe entered your reality. But she proceeded to really, I think, um, very seriously affect your personal life and your business in some unique ways, even. And uh, you had a really, you have a really robust business that is this food truck with this beautiful branding. And it seems like you have an entire community. You've been doing that for a while. And unfortunately she had the audacity to try to, to try to ruin that. So I wonder if you could, you could speak to that and just how it's, how it's affected your life and your business. Yes. I mean, it, the, I would call this abuse um, escalated um, from just like online banter and, and to keep in to keep in mind, like we're not just talking about commenting respectful videos back and forth. I was not interacting with her, and she was making twenty to thirty videos like about you and me or the people she was focusing on yeah. in a day. It was incessant, seven days a week, and um, you can't really, especially if you're not investigating anything about people and then roundly investigating people, say anything of quality. You know, a lot of it was projections. A lot of it was assumptions. A lot of it was just low blows and insults and just in, in mocking. And I don't feel the need to like validate or respond to any of that because it's just, it disgusts me, frankly. I don't interact with people like that in my real life and the same boundaries apply for people online. But uh, yes, Ali did take it offline. And at that point, you know, when I realized she was doing this to multiple other people, calling schools, calling jobs, and trying to get them fired for a projection. Like, I want to say this now. I have no issue with her talking until she's blue in the face about her own beliefs about spiritual psychosis, although they're very underdeveloped. She can talk about that. I have no issue. And nobody in this equation on our side cares that she wants to talk about the law of attraction or spiritual psychosis. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. The issue 
was with the bullying, the brigading, the constant harassment and trying to get people, most of us in America, where our health insurance is tied to our jobs, Mm -hmm. where a lot of us are autistic and trying to like have businesses without burnout or, or, or academic pursuits so that we can be secure and housed and fed to try to take that away over what was essentially a projection and misunderstanding on her end. Um, She was farming us. She was farming us for content and she did not give a one iota about who we are and how it impacted us because she does not see us as people. Mm -hmm. She only sees herself, her goals and her agenda. And that was proven time and time again, not only within her own followers, but with the, the, the lengths of danger she was willing to put people in daily for her own gain. No one was gaining but Allie. So yeah. as far as the truck, you know, like, yeah, I've, I've come through some hard times and I'm very proud that I have my food truck and that it is profitable and we are constantly rebooked year after year. We have a reputation for serving quality food. And, um, you know, it's not like a Fortune 500 company, but it was my dream. And it's something that feeds my family. It's something that I'm building and growing and have goals for. Mm -hmm. And um, that was what was attacked. Um, She had people leave that have never visited my business, who don't even live in my area, who've never met me personally, hear lies about me. And feel compelled to leave one star reviews saying that because I bought trademarks, which I did, and I will go into why and and why it was perfectly legal and why I would do it again tomorrow. They can have feelings about that. That's fine. But to um, try to leave reviews so that people in my community would not want to book me or interact with me so that my children can't get fed over the line. And I don't. I don't stand for that. And because I have learned how to deal with personalities that want to dominate and diminish others, I knew that there wouldn't be any negotiation. I knew that there was, she was, and through watching her, other people try to appeal to Ali's humanity and say, you're really hurting me. Well, that was the point. That was the point for her. She has never cared or stopped no matter who was in what state. Um, and so I certainly didn't expect her to make any concessions for me. So to me, if you're going to have a platform of 500,000 people and you don't have a EIN number, you aren't, you don't have an LLC, you do or don't sell services. I mean, that changed throughout this entire situation. She went from not to, yes, yes she did it. How much, you know, whatever. The story was all over the place. Only two clients, but no money, but we ruined her business. It's all at the same time. It was a platform. It was a call-out account. There, It did not have the infrastructure of the business, which is why it was so easy to stop. If someone has a business in real life, you can't just like buy trademarks and it's over. Yeah, I still own the asset. I still own the building. I might have to change the brand, but I own everything that I built. And when I told Allie that I bought her trademarks, you know, she said I was being stupid. I was giving her a chance to back her things up. Yeah. To back her content up. It was a warning. It was, uh, it was polite. I didn't have to do that. I created, yes, I did create more trouble for myself, but it was also a way to ensure that she had the opportunity to quote unquote back up her work or or save her work. Allie still does not understand what a copy is, a copyright is and what a trademark is. I and others have tried to explain it to her to no avail. And at this point, I am very comfortable with her not knowing the difference. She's not yeah. interested in learning anything you've, new. That's clear. Yeah. You've made it very clear on your end. I think you've absolutely done your due diligence on that. And I just, I do want to say it's deeply unfair, again, going against her stated motivations and reasoning where she's saying that all these people are bad mothers, but then trying to destroy their businesses and trying also, she was trying to continually talk to your husband and to all these people's husbands as if they had some kind of power over you, which just disgusted me. Uh, But it was a, it was like a compulsion to think that the man had to set the house in order or something, uh, but anyway, that that bothered me every single time it came up. But I also wanted to kind of backtrack a little bit and just ask if you can explain why you bought the TMs and where that sure. idea. Came to play. I know that I had something to do with that. I kind of I encouraged it when you when you brought it up. 
I thought it was a great idea and I still do, although it hurts me in my heart deeply to see the the pushback that the fallout of what has happened to you because that kind of wrapped you in centrally to the thing. However, it was a brilliant idea that has worked no matter what they want to say. It worked that's and it was not illegal. That's the facts of it. I mean, at this point she can say I'm stupid or whatever, but I stopped her and that was my intention. It was not out of a malicious intent. It was out of self-defense, which I have every right to deploy, especially when every area of my life is being assaulted by a stranger. Yeah. I was being yeah. gang stalked. Violent people from my past were being contacted with the intent to harm. Just like when she would send her followers to do horrible things and say, make 500 videos about calling CPS. And then she has the audacity to call me a liar when we have video proof. I, I don't engage with her because she has no, she does not keep track of her calamity. It, it's not something she holds herself to account for. She doesn't lose sleep over it. It's not happening to her. So it's not real to her, but it was real to me and it was real to many, many others. And mm -hmm. all of these people who were abusing a group of people who they do not know, who did nothing that they claimed, which in fact is funny because, um, a lot of the things that Ali was upset about was selling mystical services. And there was no clear guideline about like what was too far, what was inappropriate. No one knew what her beliefs were. No one knew what the actual problem was. It was this amorphous thing. And what I find ironic was the people that were following Ali uh, that I saw when I just did a cursory like glance at who her commenters were, mm -hmm. who her supporters were. We're selling mystical, spiritual services and not for a small amount of money. Yeah. And the people that they were attacking or projecting on were selling no services. We were just existing online and not even making the content they accused us of making. What our flaw was, was disagreeing with a cult leader that was joking about having a cult. But did all of the behaviors of a cult leader did not accept anybody else's belief she's trying to rebrand that we can all exist no we could not all exist we couldn't even post our own self-defense videos on our page without being mass reported and our videos being taken down yeah. it was a whole hootenanny of <laughs> just nonsense and no one has to put up with that no one has to lay down so you can stomp on them and if you're not going to do your own due diligence to take care of what apparently supposedly means the world to you. No one has to stop if that's the only way we can get her off. We tried reporting her to TikTok and she would be banned, but she would get around the ban every single time because of the sheer amount of followers that she had. Yeah. She would have people petitioning on her behalf. She would feed them scripts to override the safety protocols that are in place so that everyone can exist online. She was not playing by the rules and yeah. she knew it. And it was yeah. fine when she wasn't. It was fine. No one batted an eye when they were manipulating the system for Allie. But when I utilized something lawfully that she overlooked, now I'm a criminal. And it's just well, simply yeah. not true. That's why there's no it's action. Not true. It's not true. There's no legal action or traction. I've not received one document from Allie. She's received several legal documents from me and there's more to come. And the fact of the matter is she's doing the smear campaign online with other people who have done smear campaigns online because there is no legal standing because the unlawful behavior was on their side. Yeah. It is illegal to gang stalk people. It is illegal to cyber bully people. You making a comment after five months of onslaught about a sister is not abuse. In my opinion, it petty. Sure. <laughs> appropriate yes abuse no what is abuse is trying to completely derail people's lives mm -hmm. over a disagreement and control so them and control them it is about domination and i don't let them self-identify because they all justify monstrous documented behavior yeah and you don't let abusers self-identify and I just, yes, I, I did. I bought the trademarks and I don't need people to like me or thank me. I did it for me. I did it for my friends. And I did it because it was something I deeply believed was dangerous for everyone involved, for a person who had 500,000 people under her thumb 
causing mass carnage, keeping trophies of the people that she's ransacked on her wall, like a serial killer. (laughs) It is like a trophy wall. It's kind of creepy. I agree with you. And now she has a new one on Instagram and I'm the first one. And it's just nothing but slanderous lies on her trying to infiltrate my life. Fortunately, I've built a life with healthy people now and she can only go after the past and people who were unhealthy and much like her. She could have that. I, I don't associate with these people. Many, many of these people I haven't talked to in a decade. In my 20s, I, I was a different person than I am in my 30s. And she can try to hold my past against me, parts of it, all she wants. I have the whole story. I have all the legal proof. I have the paper trails. I have the witnesses. And as per usual, everything that she's accusing me of is, in fact, the exact opposite of how it actually happened. Yeah. Every and- time. And frankly, just hearing that someone had taken that call of hers clued me <laughs> into the fact that those people would be abused. You would not take the call from her, much less sit there and bash somebody that you didn't know for the last 10 years of your life, unless you cared that much because you had that much hate in your heart and you were that abusive. I almost didn't even, I mean, I believe you and you are are very well documented. You're You're very similar to me in terms of your ability to organize and catalog information. Anytime I've asked you for something, you've got it right there. Cause you, I think you do the same thing as me. You, you're very meticulous and logical about your cataloging. And, uh, well, I've been gaslit a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think and- that's for me too. I think that's part of where it comes from. <laughs> it's like a history it's a- of trauma. Yes. Like, you you have learn. Documentation. So of course, like we believe you because you have excessive, if anything, documentation showing these, but even before, any I of that, they're clearly terrible to even take that call. Shame on them. Yes, I have domestic violence records. I have CCTV footage. I have photos of bruises. I have police reports of malicious destruction of property. I also have a history of a couple narcissistic relationships. Um, and yeah, uh, sucks. But it built me. And it built me like this to face someone like Ali. Yeah. And I think that there's several reasons why she gets along with these people so well. They're they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. And I think it really was uh, more and more clear the longer it went on to that the, the definition for her of what is a grounded spiritual creator, what is somebody that's on the right side of this had nothing to do with how ethically are you selling your crystals? How much are you charging? How clear are you? How transparent are your business? It had everything to do with who supports Allie. And that was also something that bothered me very, very early on. Like that is not the definition for a grounded spiritual creator. You are not understanding what grounded spirituality is. If you think that's your definition and you're surrounding yourself with all these people that are basically using you as a shield and an umbrella. And they're not only, I mean, I think some of them are vitriolically just punching out. Some of them too are just hiding in there. Some of them are like, Ooh, she won't call me out. The biggest, uh, you know, call out creative in the space. Let me hide right next to her. It's all self-interest. It's it, and it's apparent for anyone who's actually looking and observing from a zoomed out perspective. If they are in it and they are in this cult environment, they are all brainwashing each other to be convinced that they are doing something meaningful, but they are absolutely not. There is not one positive thing that came out of that platform. There was not one nonprofit that was started. That it was just constant fights, battles, and abuse. And I don't feel like I stopped anything that was benefiting the world at all. And and the thing is, like, you know, you're not entitled to a place online. You are not. It is not a human right. Donald Trump was deplatformed. And look how long that took and, <laughs> and how, how it had to escalate. Yeah. He literally was inciting a war and finally was taken down. Um, this reminded me of that. Yeah. Like, if there was more harm caused by you being on a platform, whether you see it or, or take accountability for it or not. And if they were just having a, a nice discussion, supporting each other, no one would have had a single problem with that. They felt like they had a turn to bully other people. Yeah. And that was apparent in the comments. That was apparent in the lives and the sheer amount of videos and her obsession with being on from morning till night, uh, uh, rejecting and shaming detractors and dissenting opinions. And there have been other people that have talked much more eloquently than me about what categorized that following as a cult. I hate cults. I am a really bad cult member. I have caused cults to be uh, very angry at me. <laughs> You're I, a bad cult member. <laughs> like, since I was born, very, very young, like I, I've, I've had this experience. I am, I'm not one that 
that cults want. Mm. So, <laughs> and I think that's kind of the case for all of us, if I'm being yeah. honest. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely, it's, it's something that is, some people look at it as morally gray. Some people look at it as outright evil. That is fine. But what I took an issue with was her this week. And I know Brian is going to uh, my, my partner and um, my uh, father of my kids. And um, he's going to say a little bit about his experience because he's experienced uh, this family, my ex's family firsthand and their tactics and their antics that are very similar to Allie, very prone to intimidation, very prone to stalking, very prone to control, high control. And this uh, ex-employee that was living with us that caused some damage. And, and she was able to get a hold of both of those people and try to, and what my ex-husband had threatened to annihilate my whole family um, years after our, our messy split. And, and the only reason the split was messy was because I did not want to be in that cult anymore. I did not want to go to the church. I did not want to subscribe to the political beliefs. I wanted to be a career person. I wanted to live my life and experience new things. I did not want to be a young evangelical wife and mother of 10. So apparently that's not allowed. And um, there was a lot of uh, scary things that happened when I was on my way out. And um, it, it was a long process out. It was a very hard road. I had to cut off basically my entire network of people because, of course, like, good cult members, they were reinforcing the norms. And the norms were you stay married to someone no matter how they treat you until death, you sacrifice your life for their progeny and for the institutions. So that I had to cut a lot out and I, I would do it again tomorrow. But he threatened to annihilate my family to my family members. He called my uncle and was sitting outside my house with a gun. I had a newborn inside. This was a long time after I had left him. And um, and there are more stories. There are there are countless instances of police being weaponized, um, asking us to watch dogs and yeah. um, calling animal control on us for not having licenses for dogs that weren't ours. Like just the same tactics of petty yeah. uh, barriers and problems for people who are just trying to mind their business and live their lives. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it sounds like a lot of those people were what we were talking about, flying monkeys early on in this, or whatever you want to call them, goons. Um, it <laughs> sounds like a lot of those people were were behaving like that, like it's a very narcissistic group. And I mean, some of what Ali's followers were doing, I think same thing, like, and then you and then you talk about gang stalking, which, which is horrifying to even think, but that's literally what you're going through, like this week, like that's what you're going through. And that's what you've been through clearly in your life. You've shown me proof and documentation that that's yes. not why that's all true. And it's yeah. uh, like a very and, similar behavior. Yes, yes, it is. And, you know, I live within 30 minutes of all these people. Yeah, that's really that's scary. What's, that's what's scary, you know, and, and to this day, oh, I am everything wrong with the world like to those people. And I'm okay with them thinking that way. I don't, I don't associate with them. I leave them in their churches. I let them have their lives. I did kick and scream for a while. I was really upset about how I was treated. I went through childhood sexual assault and it was covered up in the church and I was blamed. Like I have a history of, ha of really having legitimate reasons to be angry with people who treated me like property. And I stand by that anger. And, and I am angry for anyone else that has had to be in situations like that. Um, it, it is a dehumanizing environment. All I was asking for was my chance to live my life and uh, serve some food and raise my family and be a mom and a partner. Yeah. And They're apparently they're all beautiful things and they're all things that every human should have the chance to do if that's what they want to do. I have a place in this world. Yeah. My food, my business has a place in this world. Felons can flip burgers, Allie. You are not God. That's what I want Allie to know. She's not God. She doesn't get to decide anything for anyone but herself. And if she is going to go around attacking people, she should have her T's crossed and her I's dotted. Yeah. Because in the real world, people do not put up with this. That's why she was on TikTok. In the real world, people do not allow someone to just attack and slander every part of their life. I, I would say a lot of people defend their own turf. And if you bring war to their door... You caused that problem and you invited it. And in my opinion, I was defending a friend. She escalated very quickly 
and did way too much and then escalated even further and there was a response and anyone who thinks that that's evil i would like them to stop for a second and maybe uh take a walk in our shoes yeah what would you do if your children were being threatened she's threatened ali has threatened several children all while claiming to be the only person that cares for them really ali is that why you're trying to take money out of their bank accounts out of their college funds is that why you're trying to get their parents to be split up or committed or jailed do you know the outcomes for kids who have interactions with cps do the trauma Luckily, my whole family is in therapy. I'm in therapy. Brian's in therapy. My children are in therapy. And we were able to address a lot of concerns in a healthy way. But not everybody has those resources. Yeah. And um, it still did a number, not because I wasn't caring for my children, but was because I was spending my self-care time, not every day and in every case, but what would normally be my self-care time dealing with Allie. Not because I like her, not because I'm jealous of her, but because she is incessant. And um, now she's making claims that she's never going to leave. And we are business partners. More lies. We're not business partners. I own your trademarks. And I offered a way to give them back to you. If you would do what you say and start helping people. Start helping people, Allie, in a way that actually helps them and doesn't completely demolish their mental health. Help people or even just talk about weed, whatever you want to talk about. Stop gang stalking people. And I would be willing to have an agreement. I don't want her content. I don't even own her content. TikTok has her content. She didn't back it up. Yeah, well, she content. didn't take it seriously. And I just don't think she's going to. I mean, I just don't think she's able to meet you on that compromise, which is so unfortunate because everybody does want to just leave it alone. And it is incessant. It was a one sided kind of abuse. And I do want to say that I think it was invaluable what you did. And if anybody's going to judge, then then judge me too. But also that, you know, if she's God, everybody's God. She's just not, she can't control other people outside of herself. And I think that's the big misunderstanding here with her and all of her followers, thinking that they have entitlement to control other people and their realities and their lived experiences. You can't. It's a sign of a weak character. It truly is. And what I, I what I consider taking the trademarks that were very freely on the market, I didn't steal them from her back pocket. They're available for buy them in the first she place. She, she never, never even like... bought them. No, there was not even a single request. She never no. even considered because it's not a business. If you're opening a business, you consider all of those things. Are you tired of feeling unsafe online? Do you want to learn how to protect yourself from cyberbullying, doxing, and other forms of online harassment? then look no further than Doxed the Podcast. Visit the website doxthepodcast.com to sign up for the Doxed free ebook full of helpful tips and resources for online safety. Plus, when you sign up, you'll receive the weekly newsletter with the latest updates on upcoming content. There are many ways to connect with Doxed, including Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Discord. Have a story to share or feedback to give? Use the contact form on the site to reach out or leave a voice message to be featured on the show. And for exclusive content, subscribe to the Doxed Supercast to gain access to the private podcast feed with member-only exclusives. Take control of your online safety and join the Doxed community today. Not everybody needs to have trademarks. You know, if you just have like a little restaurant on the corner and you've checked and no one has that name and you're good to go, you don't necessarily need trademarks. But if you are going to be growing, if you're going to be spreading out into different cities, if you're going to be doing what she does in media, like, and it's going to be aggressive and uh, what some might say unpleasant, that would be the first thing I would do because I do own a business, right? So... It's just, it's, it's nonsense. It's a lack of responsibility and it's a certain naive that, okay, yes, we did take advantage of only because she was relentlessly gang stalking and harassing a huge group of people for no reason. I don't even know, like take advantage of, because how you really gave her so many chances. You really did. did. (laughs) That whole comment that she flipped into that very thing that she now has spun into. Everyone's giving me a death threat. I can trace the exact day, the exact moment that that twist happened. And it was because you very fairly, very reasonably, and even calmly. I mean, whatever people want to read into autistic people's tone incessantly, just calm down for a second and listen. 
it was to me, it read as a perfectly reasonable thing to say to her. You said it publicly in her comments. You said, we're going to take you off the internet. And that was her chance to do something. And instead of doing anything in the real world about her trademarks, what, and I, you know, I may or may not have recently bought some trademarks of my own. And one thing that I learned is that you need like some kind of proof of you're using it. You need a domain name or you need to show that you're like, you're using it in your business or mm -hmm. you have it branded on your goods and services. She never yes. took the time to do any of that, to prove any kind of real world use. She would have had such an easier case if she did. You gave her a chance to do that before any of it would have gone through. She could have saved it. Instead, she spun out about how you 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 gave her a death threat, which wasn't what the comment said. And now everyone has given her a death threat, which is not what anyone did or said. What actually happened is you very fairly gave her a chance to fix this before it was before it happened. Yeah, she's more obsessed with the control of a narrative and her narrative than she is with actual work and actual preparation. And that's not my fault. And um, people can think whatever they need to think. I, I'm not trying to make friends with all of these people online. And I, I know that, you know, some people might think that this is too far. I dealt, we dealt with so much behind the scenes, incessant calling, swatting. Yeah. I bring doorbell fo footage of people coming to my door that I have not released because I don't think I owe these people anything yeah. because I've yeah. seen what they've done with actual proof. It's all a twist. It's all a game. So if people are not serious players, I am not interested in playing with them. I, I, I value my time, but I have, I have given, I have told Ali more about the reality of trademarks than her so-called trademark lawyers that she <laughs> yeah, And every awesome. time she laughs at me, she mocks me because she's intimidated and instead of just absorbing what I'm saying to her, I've given her many, many chances to act rationally and prove to me that she is able to have this this trademark and that I was wrong and that she deserves this. And I mean, because at this point, I do owe her a trademark. I don't own her. I'm not in business with her. I don't own her content. I don't want her content, but I do own her trademarks. It's not her trademark. She didn't ever buy them. Her, you her, own her your handle. trademark of right, her handles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. Super clear. I don't, her, her handles that are my trademarks, yep, but exactly. her handles that were linked to 500,000 followers that TikTok has. Yep. And TikTok will not give back because everything is watermarked with the handle that is my trademark. Yeah. So that's how that goes. And for better or worse, it happened and they will be defended. I told her the last time she was screaming at me and it was so funny with the videos she posts. Like I did call her back after she had called me and called me uh, the C word four times, yelled it into the phone. Was that recorded? Of course not. Did I consent to being recorded? Of course not. All of my efforts to negotiate with her were from a rational adult place in good faith because I do not want anything to do with her because she has put my family in danger and does not care about it. Yeah, she really she cares has. About she cares about her own entertainment. She thinks that she's got something on me. She has nothing. She has nothing. And I, I encourage her to continue looking if she wants to. I'm getting all new PPO orders against uh, people that I've had PPOs against in the past because of this. They're all being renewed and escalated at this point. And I have that right to protect my home and my children and my life. Um, I don't take any of those things lightly. And yeah. I don't think anyone does. I don't think anyone involved in this takes the safety of their children lightly. Allie does and projects it onto us. And then she's surprised when we don't. And then she cries when we defend what is ours to defend. Yeah. Well, thinks, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Thinks, yeah, no. She thinks that the trademarks are hers to defend. They're not. Yeah. They're, it's not I, being included. There's no dispute. They were never purchased. They, we live in a capitalist nation. When I told her paper, it's over paper. I didn't create capitalism. I didn't create any of this stuff, but I yeah. understand it because I live in it and I work in it. And um, a lot of people understand it. And yeah. a lot of people also like to pose as like keyboard lawyers. And she, unfortunately, people in her echo chamber tell her what she wants to hear. And what she wants to hear is delusional and not plausible. And so people give her a lot of really bad advice and she thinks she has a case and then she just brainwashes herself and others. And it is just a gaslighting show and it has no root in reality whatsoever. There's not a paper trail or document that, that anchors their notions at all. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. She has, I mean, that's the, that's the kind of scary thing about it is that we're dealing with somebody who really has nothing to show in the real world no children, no husband, no, and not like, I don't care. I don't have a husband. I don't have children, but I have things you can take away because I worked for them and they're real things and they're accomplishments that I'm proud of. 
And so there's some of that you can't take away, but some of that you can, you can threaten. And that's all she does all day is threaten all the accomplishments of everyone around her because, and, and we can't do it back because there's nothing to threaten. There's nothing. Well, she's a kept woman. That's what I've been saying this whole time. She postures as being so impoverished yet she lives in a million dollar home in a gated community. She's a stay at home daughter. And I'm not here to cramp that style. If she's disabled, actually, if she's collecting disability, do you girl, do you, but I am not a kept woman. I'm a working woman. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a mother. Yeah. We're playing in different planes. And I'm not saying one is better, but I am not going to fork it over to someone who has nothing but lies to say about me. Yeah. Um, everything I have ever heard Allie say has been a categorically false, chop shop, bogus claim. I have never heard her make a claim that was actually accurate. All of her receipts are manipulations, half truths. And if anyone actually zoomed out and looked at the whole picture, they would see how incorrect she is and how scary she is. I, I don't go online and cry about how scared I am of her, but I take legal actions to make sure I'm protected because she is not a sane person. She needs help. I've talked to her on the phone several times. She has stalked me. She has texted me like walls of texts constantly. I have had full psych, psych uh, evaluations. I am not a narcissist. I have seen three different therapists that have got, I thought I was at one point in time because I was being told by narcissists that I was. And every time my report came back clean, I know what I am. I have a very clear view of my health. Yeah. I am done having Allie project her experiences onto me and trying to make me wear them like an ugly sweater and pretend that it's my stuff. It's, <laughs> it's her baggage. It's her projection. It's her inadequacy. It's her um fear and her limiting beliefs and she should have to wear that sweater and that's what this is all about yeah yeah you can't limit other people with your own limiting beliefs and you have i mean i don't know about better or worse everybody's on their own journey but you have survived so much and you were talking to me about this and i mean it's so horrible and and there's real emotion wrapped up in this and there's real pain and you were saying something like, well, I know that I've made, you were like owning your mistake. And I was like, this doesn't sound like you've made mistakes. It sounds like you've overcome so much in your life. For someone <laughs> to try to threaten that is just abominable. Well, I think that's the truth. I think people who aren't in their arena have the most to say about the gladiators. And it's yeah. a tale as old as time. It's been real in my life. You know, people who think that it's their divine right because they're white or men or evangelicals or this or that to hold my life choices against me, to hold my mistakes against me, to use it as a reason to discredit me. Those are never people I wanted in my circle. Those are never people I wanted in my friend group, in my family. We don't treat each other that way in yeah. this family. Mistakes are okay. We have grace with each other. We take accountability. We learn and we grow. And those are my values. Yeah. And at every opportunity I have tried to give Allie an opportunity to grow. To give her a redemption arc when it comes to what she wants, which is these trademarks. And I know she wants them because she has been nagging me for them every day with no clear proposition. She's trying to no... intimidate you into giving them back, which is like, it's, it's, it's a not going to happen. She's, it's, not, it's a it's, criminal thing rather than a reason that that, that, that that's not going to work. It's a, it's a crime to try to intimidate people into doing legal things. Don't do that. Exactly. And the only auntie that she has been able to up is she's talking to other people who think intimidation is the way of the world. It does not work with me. I am very difficult to manipulate. I have cut off entire groups of people because of those beliefs and tactics and people who were very close to me, who I really loved and valued, but I valued my boundaries and my mental health and my peace more. Yeah. Um, I She does not have the power over me that she thinks she does. And I don't have the power over her that she thinks that I have. I've told her at many places, please rebuild. Uh, if you can give me an, like, let's negotiate. Do you know how to negotiate? What are you offering? Because what I'm offering to you is your trademarks for the simple fact that you stop harassing seven people. But as much as you claim your content's about all this other stuff, it is not. It is about harassment and intimidation. And you have a following that reflects that. And that is why there's nothing to put on the table because that is the point. Yeah, That is what you want to do. And um, I I just kind of laugh and I've, I've seen some of the nonsense things that people are saying, you know, I, I am still involved with uh, several things coming down the pipes for Allie at this point. 
because of her choices, because of her blatant disrespect for the law, because of her blatant disrespect for other people's autonomy and peace and property and families, not because of anything else. And mm-hmm. I am here to say that, you know, this this all comes back to you. I, I have paid my karmic debts, you know, for the people who I've not been my highest self with, I've settled it. I've made peace with it and I've moved on and I've grown, mm-hmm. gone to therapy. I've amended myself. I, I'm constantly evolving and I plan to my whole life. I constantly plan to learn and grow and to try to use that to inspire other people and give other people hope and to say, hey, you know what? Like if you made this mistake, it doesn't define you. You can still you can still turn things around. You can still make a different choice. And that's how I look at my past. I have endured a lot. And there are days where I'm very tired, where I'm very, very tired. But the fact is, I believe that I have a purpose here. I have children and I believe all of our children are here to create a new world and not in the way that Allie would like to manipulate it, but the next generation, the next set of businesses, the next set of schools, the next set of humans. And I want to inspire them to not be stopped by people who tell them that they can't, that they're not good enough, that they're frauds, that they're this. Those are people that belong in the stands and they're in the stands for a reason because they cannot create, they cannot build, they cannot inspire. All they can do is drag. And that's okay. I don't even have judgment for them. Drag. But know that you can only drag to a point. Yeah. You can only do that for so long. And eventually, that karma is going to catch up to you and however it does. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. I don't stop it. (laughs) It doesn't have to be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be people individually necessarily. It's just how the universe kind of works. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we're coming up toward the end of the hour. So I want to ask, uh, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to give Brian a little bit of space too to maybe just say something sure. about the business. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Brian has worked really hard and was with this business from the beginning. He does, he, he works in the tech sector, but he, you know, this is our family business and this is what's going to put our kids through college. And he's had to take in more time with our kids. He's given me time to process and support my friends. And he's been kind of the real MVP in our house, uh, making sure that everyone is where they need to be. And we're all good. I'm so glad that you have someone to support you like that. I really am. I know you deserve it. He sounds like a really wonderful person. So yeah, let's, um, Brian, I'd like, I'd like to give you a second to talk. In regards to Allie's claims, our food truck is a small patch business. Here in Michigan, vendors uh, for deliveries need a walk-in cooler or a facility or a kitchen to make deliveries for. We do not have that luxury. We buy everything per event, per outing that we need for the food truck. As far as everything else, we use a CPA for our taxes. We work within our commissions of our local regulatory authorities. We have all of our licenses. Everything that she's saying is trackably false. And the reality is, is we do everything above board and these people just want an excuse to be able to continue to defame our business or to continue to make claims that our business is fraud or that we're fraud, just so they have a reason to harass us. The that Ali is talking to, as well as who we're assuming is an ex-employee that we had, there's a provable paper trail that everything that she's saying is false. Our ex-employee, he didn't have anywhere to go, he didn't have a car, he didn't have a license, he didn't have anything. And we let him stay in the house while he worked on the food truck. We don't know where it all went wrong, however, there were incidents with domestic violence where he punched Carrie in the face. Um, There were destruction of property where he destroyed the food truck and he trashed it. There was also a cease and desist that we had to send out for him essentially taking our whole menu and trying to open up a truck at a brewery. There's also a personal protection order that we had out against him because he was dangerous and he kept coming to our house. These people are will do just about anything to defame us because they feel slighted that we were able to get away and that we were able to essentially break free from whatever tyranny they were trying to do to us and our family and our food truck. Um, the I've experienced them on a very different personal level. We were visiting Carrie's mother and we were spending the night there with our newborn baby. Uh, while we were there, the police of the small town came and knocked on the door at 7 a.m which we thought was odd, but when we went to answer, they had already left. They didn't stay to have anyone answer the door or anything like that, so that was odd. 
Um, later that morning, about an hour to two hours later, I went to the grocery store down the road from Carrie's mother's house to pick up groceries. And the police pulled me over and asked me if I had the title to my car because they were under suspicion based on calls from concerned citizens that I stole my car and that I matched the description of who they said stole the car. This was provably false as well. So they had no choice but to let me go because everything checked out, everything was in order, but it was just another one of those intimidation tactics that the wanted to utilize in order to make sure that we knew that they knew where I was or what we were doing and to intimidate Carrie that no matter what she did, she couldn't truly get away. And that also leaked over into when the person Ali's talking to came in with his brothers to Carrie's place of work. And this is all on CCTV footage. And there's an incident report at the restaurant where they permanently banned these people for ever. <laughs> and they surrounded her at the bar after her shift they were calling her all sorts of names. Three months postpartum, attacking a newborn mother. And they want to say that she instigated and assaulted at them in some random bar in the middle of Michigan. This is not true. This is categorically false. They went to her place of work to harass her. And further, multiple family members of Carrie have, been, have notified us that her ex-husband did follow her they, he did say that he was on his way to our house with a gun while we had our newborn. We have seen him multiple times sitting outside of our house. Two houses. We moved twice, and he found both houses and sat outside both houses. It, it's all very clear how this has impacted just one family in this situation, yeah. one business yeah. in this situation, and how scary yeah. it is to be doxxed. <laughs> yeah, let me say that. It's, it is, all. it's very clear. I really appreciate this, this picture being painted. And well, as we're wrapping up, maybe you can speak to any misunderstandings about you, Carrie Ann, that you would like to clear up with our last few minutes here. Sure. I just want to move on. I would love to put this experience uh, behind me. I am already in the process of doing that. I do have to see a few things through, but I don't want to fight with Allie or her followers online. I, I understand that there will always be a certain level of uh, hate or disdain for the choice that I made. And that's okay. I, I just don't want people to fear for their lives, for their children's well-beings um, because of an argument. I don't want people to have to scramble to find a new place to go to school or live or work, we know how expensive moving is. We know how expensive starting over at a new school can be and how stressful. And a lot of the people involved in this um, are disabled. I don't think we need to make life harder for each other. And truly, that was not my intention for Allie. My intention was to save my friends and to save myself. And Allie did make it a choice. And that was unfortunate. I do wish her the best. I wish her healing. I wish her followers healing. And I wish us all <laughs> healing <laughs> from what has been a very intense but character developing experience thank you for listening find additional content at doxedthepodcast.com